Hello and welcome to the Big Egg Joshi Podcast, a podcast covering the Joshi promotion JWP starting in the year 1990. I am your host, Kay. So for today's episode, we'll be covering the 1990 New Generation Decision Tournament, which took place over the course of multiple shows, those being the January 6th and 7th Korkin Hall shows, the January 13th and 23rd Osaka shows, and the finals being on February 11th at Korkin Hall. Uh, for those who don't under who don't know what this is, this is a annual tournament they do to sort of with the rookie class to sort of decide who the big stars are or see who they present to be their next big stars. Um, so with that, we cut to the start start of the show with a uh, guy in a skull mask and a shirt shirt and tie, and the other guy being a guy in a yellow jacket and shades, uh, holding a board with the brackets, uh, the, the sort of entrance, the participants in the tournament. Uh, going over the who they are and stuff like that, and the guy in the skull mask seems to be predicting who he thinks is going to win. I have no idea who he chose because all the names were in Japanese, and he kept moving them up the bracket, so don't know who. Uh, but we cut immediately from there to the introduction of the participants as they come to the ring, as late 80s J-pop plays over really loudly. Uh, immediately, I recognize two people, Hikari Fukuoka, Yashikura, and I. Uh, the latter, I can definitely tell who she is because she's uh, got the too cool for you demeanor and is wearing shades. Uh, the other being Hikari, with a nicer done hair and a jacket. So definitely they want those two to stand out. You can tell because the rest of them are wearing yellow jumpsuits for the most part. Uh, speaking of Hikari, her match is first as we cut to her match with uh, Hikari Fukuoka versus Yuka Nakajima. So for the sake of uh, these matches and breaking them down a little bit better, because they're rookie matches, uh, they tend to have a lot of like rest hold spots and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to sort of go by point by point for each of them. So excuse me if they're a little... Um, just jumbled up a little bit. Uh, so we start off immediately with Yuka, who kicks Hikari in the back as the bell rings. Uh, Yuka gets most of the offense in this match. Uh, the fans definitely seem to be behind Hikari a lot more as they pop whenever she does anything, especially when she starts making her little comeback in the middle of the match. Hikari misses a few forearms, but hits a, a nice couple of drop kicks, running shoulder tackles, and crossbodies throughout the course of the match. Uh, lots of mat work and holds. I'll try not to mention that in the other matches, but there's a lot of them, especially in this match, which is really noticeable. Uh, Hikari catches Yuka, uh, Irish stripping off the top ro- off the uh, ropes into a roll-up pin for the victory. Uh, decent rookie match. Hikari definitely was the more athletic of the two as she moved faster and aside from a few misses here and there, uh, hit better moves. Yuka didn't do a whole lot, didn't have a whole lot of offensive move outside of a bunch of shoulder tackles and holds, so I definitely agree with Hikari moving on. Uh, we waste no time as we immediately cut to the next match in progress. Uh, that being Rumi Yasuda, the future Yashikura and I, and Sumiko Saito. Uh, Rumiko, or I'm sorry, Rumi grabbing Sumiko's hair as she sort of throws her into each of the turnbuckles face first uh, as she talks shit to her, immediately showing much more personality and healing it up. Uh, Rumiko, or I'm sorry, Rumi also hits an impressive succession of shoulder tackles on a Sumiko. Looks really nice. Uh, nice Irish whip into the into a choke slam by Rumi. Sort of like a nice standing choke slam she does. Gets a nice reaction from the crowd. Uh, she doesn't lift them up like a traditional choke slam. She just grabs them by the throat and slams them down. Looks really nice and really brutal. Crowd likes it every time she does it. Um, big pop after, uh, as uh, Rumi kind of comes out of a uh, or as Rumi goes for a sort of splash pin uh, and has Sumiko sort of bridge out of it really nicely into a drop kick. Looked really nice. Got a lot of O's from the crowd. Uh, Rumi does pin uh, Sumiko after a standing splash for the three count. Um, I didn't get to see a whole lot of this match. A lot of it was cut really hard. We only got about, what, three minutes of a 12-minute match, from what I can gather. So didn't get to see a whole lot of this. But what I did see, Rumi definitely came off like the bigger star with far more personality than uh, what I've seen so far in the tournament. Uh, we cut to the next match, being the semifinals of side one of the bracket. 
Uh, don't know why the other matches or why the other match isn't there, but I'm just going to assume it just didn't make the VHS, didn't make tape. Uh, Hikari, that's this match being Hikari Fukuoka versus Mitsu Kobayashi. Uh, Hikari is sort of coming to the ring beaming with confidence as she makes her entrance. Looks way, way more confident. Has better posture to her than she did the first match. Definitely looks off like she was coming off like a bigger star. Uh, we start really fast as Hikari shows off her speed while Mitsu shows her power. Some nice kicks from Hikari as she has uh, Mitsu's arm. Kind of wrenches it, over, wrenches it over and kicks her in the chest a few times. And then proceeds to give her a nice arm drag. Hikari uh, seems to focus a lot on the arm. Uh, she does a nice a nice transition into a Fujiwara armbar. Looked very nice. Got a nice reaction for the crowd. Um, but it's not a real Fujiwara armbar. So she kind of does the transition for it and pulls it back like a Fujiwara, but then stops pulling it back and sort of digs her knee into the upper half of the arm and bends from the elbow back, um, elbow up backwards. I'm going to just assume because she doesn't know how to do a Fujiwara properly yet, that's why she's doing it. But it looks nice either way, especially the transition. Um, she definitely has some impressive smooth transitions into other arm moves she does as they kind of roll around a little bit. Uh, a nice spot where Hikari reverses a backdrop spot by twisting her body into a backslide pin for a uh, nice two count. Looks really good, really smooth. Uh, Hikari does catch Mitsu off of uh, the coming off the ropes again into a roll up, like much like the first match for the pin. Um, aside from some decent power spots with Mitsu sort of doing this really nice running shoulder tackle using her weight because uh, she's a much bigger girl, using her weight to sort of hit and knock down Hikari. Not a whole lot from her. She sold for most of the match. Um, that's about it. This is definitely uh, was more to showcase Hikari. Hikari definitely came off with a bigger star in the match as well. Uh, all by design, I think. Uh, the next match is the second match of side two, being Rumi Yasuda versus Shiho Imazaki. Uh, we start off with a nice fast exchange as um, they both go back and forth, uh, sort of power versus power, it seems like. They both kind of do a bunch of shoulder tackles. Uh, Shiho with some decent power spots, including a huge shoulder tackle. Uh, using her much larger size, this one's a this, this chick's a lot larger than the last one, uh, much much bigger. And uh, using that size to sort of smash right into Rumi, knocks her down really hard. Gets a nice reaction for the crowd as well. Um, goes from some nice sort of other shoulder tackles. Uh, Rumi does a nice standing choke slam again. Um, continues to get a nice reaction from the crowd every time she does it. She also does the spot where she kind of chokes him for a little extra longer as the ref counts. And then she lets go as the ref gets three and sort of claps her hands a little bit and gets a nice chuckle from the crowd every time she does it. So it's definitely connecting with the crowd is Rumi. Um, middle rope knee drop to the face and then a choke by Rumi looked really nice. Uh, lots of choking by Rumi. Again, it just seems to be her thing. Uh, Rumi attempts to remove the turnbuckle, but it's stopped immediately by the ref before she can even really get started. And uh, she kind of just shrugs her shoulders as the crowd kind of gets a chuckle. Uh, nice power slam off the Irish whip by Shiho. Looked really brutal too. Um, however, Rumi does catch Shiho off the Irish whip into a roll up for the victory. Um, okay, match. Uh, most of it was just Shiho selling, while Rumi kind of looked awesome. Uh, lots of cuts throughout. We only got about four minutes of this 11 minute match, but definitely didn't see a lot from Shiho outside of the couple spots that I had mentioned. Uh, we move on to the semifinals of side two, being Rumi, Yoshida, Rumi Yasuda versus Mei Dohiki. Um, how May got here, again, is confusing. I'm just going to assume her other match did not make the VHS that this came off of. Um, May is very fast, especially running the ropes. Just lightning quick. Uh, with the, May with a nice smooth roll through um, for a, into a Boston Crab. Looked really nice, really smooth. May talking shit as she's sort of raking Rumi's leg as she sort of transitions the crab into a half crab. 
looks really cool. Uh, stiff drop kicks off an Irish whip by May, who continues to look impressive throughout the course of this match. A uh, nice, absolutely like wow, slick transition from May as she sort of catches a cross body attempt and sort of twists her body into a roll up pin for a two count. Just looked really good. Uh, immediately, she reverses a cradle into another cradle for a two count. A uh, slight fight happens almost immediately after with a bunch of O's from the crowd as Rumi just kind of throat punches her to kind of end the slap exchange. Uh, May with a nice bridge out, bridging kick out that looked really good. Crap, uh, the crowd clapped for it. Uh, nice transition of a leg headlock into a leg lock by Rumi. Sort of transitions out of it and gets some offense in. Bites her boot in the process. Looked really funny actually. Um, big elevated choke slam by Rumi. Uh, sort of double handed choke slam off the out of the corner. Uh, looks really nice. Got a nice reaction from the crowd. And then she goes for a second one, and this one gets the pin. Uh, this so far was the longest match I had seen from Rumi because so far the other two matches were definitely were heavily clipped. Uh, she looked okay in this match. May definitely came off like the bigger star though. A lot more personality it seemed like because Rumi kind of held back on the personality kind of seemed. She didn't get much chance to show it. She sold for most of the match. Uh, but May looked better, had better offense, and definitely got more reaction from the crowd. So I. Don't know if May becomes anything later on, but she definitely looked much more impressive than Rumi in this match. But re regardless of that, uh, Rumi moves on to the finals, as the finals are the of the new generation league decision tournament are Hikari Fukuoka versus Rumi Yasuda. Uh, Hikari comes out looking like looking real nice with her hair all done in a nice. Uh, different singlet looking all nice and trend, kind of spiffy. I think she's going to win, actually, the way she comes out. Um, Rumi sort of charges at her before the bell even rings. Uh, sort of as she turns her back to her after the, uh, during the um, the uh, handshake portion. She just starts choking her with a shirt. Uh, Rumi kind of gets reversed and then Hikari starts choking her with the shirt. They both tumble to the outside. As uh, Hikari Irish whips Rumi into the steel guardrail really hard and then just kind of gets back in the ring. Crowd really got a good reaction to this. Uh, Rumi comes back in the ring. They have a nice sort of exchange back and forth with a few moves. Crowd's really eating this portion up and then we kind of slow things down, right? But we pick back up not too long after as Hikari cartwheeled out of an arm drag by Rumi and got a big O from the crowd. Oh damn, Hikari looks good in this match. Um, she immediately grabs the arm and goes for that nice transition to a Fujiwara. Looks way smoother than the first time, but again, not a full Fujiwara armbar. So, just again, I don't think she knows how to. She's trained enough to do a full one, so why she does kind of like a weird half one almost. Uh, immediately, Hikari goes for a succession of arm drags after um, Rumi gets the rope break. Rumi starts uh, biting her arm and sort of bites her knee as she gets in her, into an arm lock. She's, she starts biting the elbow and the knee of Hikari as she has it in his arm lock. Looks really nice. Uh, the ref keeps counting for the bites, obviously. Uh, lots of arm work by Hikari. I, I didn't mention that in the last match, but she seems to really be focusing on the arm even if it doesn't sort of play into the overall offense she does. But a lot of arm kicks and drags and just focuses a lot on the arm, it seems. Um, Rumi, uh, later on, Rumi starts stepping on her hands as she sort of gets out of this spot eventually. Starts stomping on her hands and stepping on them and stuff. And it's kind of like how uh, Sakushi does over an ice ribbon, but way more brutal as she starts digging her heels on the arm, on her on her fingers and sort of stomping really hard. Looks really bad. Looks really like, like it hurt a lot, actually. Uh, and then she sort of transitions into an arm lock of her own as she bites Hikari's fingers. <laughs> Just starts biting her fingers. The ref has to count and she breaks the hold. Uh, Middle cut to uh, 
Rumi kind of sort of slingshotting Ikari off the, the turnbuckles, or I'm sorry, off the ropes. Uh, looked really brutal. Uh, immediately, uh, sort of after all this, Rumi kind of kicks her around a little bit. Sort of Hikari rolls to the outside, uh, starts trying to run away almost a little bit. Uh, Rumi kind of follows her, grabs the chair, and starts hitting her with the chair. Uh, then gets back into the ring before the 20 count. And just stands there and waits for her to get back in. Um, as she gets back in, she immediately starts kicking at her a little bit. Um, immediately, uh, she starts choking her as well. She starts kicking at her and choking her. Uh, does a standing choke slam again. Uh, again, doesn't get a doesn't uh, again gets a nice reaction from the crowd. Uh, we move on to a great turnbuckle uh, bump by Hikari as she sort of whips Rumi into the turnbuckle, and then runs after her full speed, full steam ahead, and Hikari just kind of uh, Rumi kind of runs out of the way and. Just, Blam! Uh, Hikari just hits that turnbuckle at full speed. It looks really like it hurt, actually. I think it knocked the window out of her a little bit, too. She kind of was slow to get back up. Uh, Rumi catches Hikari on a crossbody. Or, I'm sorry. Rumi catches Hikari's crossbody into a nice slam. Tries to follow it into a leg uh, leg lock of some kind. Uh, tries to follow it into her leg drop. Not a leg lock, I'm sorry. Tries to follow it with a, um, a bouncing leg drop. Uh, then that gets rolled out of the way by Hikari, who tries to go for her running crossbody. Rumi rolls out of the way of this one. Uh, then they start exchanging forearms. The crowd's eating this up at this point. Uh, so they start bringing the crowd back a little bit because they lost them for a bit there. Um, Hikari does win this exchange. It's a nice reaction from the crowd. Hikari then goes for a roll-up spot. Uh, she, that she, the same roll-up spot she's used to win every match, sort of where she Irish whips them off the rope and into the uh, roll-up. Uh, this time, though, Rumi reverses it into her own roll because it's a very close two-count and a nice reaction from the crowd. Um, they start going back and forth. Hikari comes off the ropes lightning fast for a jumping, uh, gets a lot of hang time on it too, a jumping roll through uh, pin, a roll up pin, gets kicked out. Uh, nice drop to hold by Hikari afterwards, floats through and does a nice little leg lock where she wrenches the leg back really hard. Um, they sort of get out of this eventually, she lets go of it because uh, Rumi's not tapping and she's not getting to the ropes, she just lets go. Um, starts going for another roll-up after almost immediately afterwards gets reversed and they start rolling around reversing each other's roll-ups uh, And so Rumi wins this exchange and gets the three count uh, Great reaction from the crowd towards the end there especially uh, they lost them towards the middle of that match with a lot of the holds that were happening But definitely brought them back at the end there. So kudos to both. This is definitely the best match of the tournament so far uh, both played to their strengths they did a lot of uh, the better moves. They looked a lot better throughout the course of the tournament, especially Rumi. Um, and, well, Hikari definitely looked better after that second match. Um, but that's sort of... They're just, just really good. really good match compared to the rest of them. No cuts went a lot longer, too, in about, what, 13, 14 minutes? Um, was actually surprised that Rumi won. I had Hikari pegged to win. As I had said, she came with her hair done and the nice speedo, but Rumi gets the victory here. Uh... Got a good reaction for the crowd on the victory too. They kind of popped for her. As a whole, though, this tournament was uh was fine. A lot of okay matches. The the last one being the best one of all of them. Uh, not shocking though that the two I recognized from the lineup at the beginning uh, were the two that were in the finals. It was Rumi Yasuda uh, later becomes Yasha Kurenai, as I had said earlier. Kari Fukuoka. They they both go on to sort of be amongst JWP's bigger stars. So it's no shock here that they're in the finals and were meant to sort of stand out by how they looked in the lineup. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode of the Big Egg Joshi Podcast. I'll see you guys in two weeks for the next episode.